Hi guys, welcome to episode number 34 of the Man V Fact podcast. I am joined as ever by producer extraordinaire, although I'm doing the recording today. Yeah, so if it does sound a bit crap, then Stu, all right, we'll, 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 we'll give you one today. Yeah, right. What are you going to do if it's better than yours, though? <laughs> it, won't, it won't be, it won't be. Let us know how the sound is, guys. Great art, Ted. Ooh, thank you. Great as timing. Films, as thank you very much. That's brilliant. You're on our podcast now, you realise. Say hello. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're sat in a... Oh, uh, brown sauce. Hold on, I'll just... Uh, I'll just speed these introductions up. So, yeah, I'm also here with Ross. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, I'm just eating my breakfast. So, we've come to a cafe um, to record this podcast. What cafe is Ross it? Is, this is called Mango Bean. Mango Bean. Uh, Ross has just ordered a, a lovely... English breakfast. Yeah, what, don't what talk to me for the next 20 minutes. What are you on, Rom? Me, I've got a caramel nut slice coming my way. Caramel nut slice? Yeah, they're pretty good to be fair. And I'm on a sausage bap, balm, a muffin. Sausage oh, don't start that round. <laughs> That's a good one, isn't it? Yeah, well, I always gets going, doesn't it? What, what is it? A balm, a batch, uh, a, a bread batch, cake? That's the one that got cake, me. A muffin, an oven bottom. It's a balm. It's, a it's balm. definitely cob. a balm. Cob. Cob. That's, cob. That's one that gets sometimes used. Yeah. Um, it's basically carbs, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Complex carbohydrates. That's it. Um, so, t- today's episode is a bit unscripted. It's been a while, hasn't it? Since what, today's episode is unscripted. Yeah. Can I have some brown sauce, please? Wow. Can I have some pepper as well? Yeah. Thank you. That's the brown. Is that, is that what you go for on a, on a, on a full English brown? It's got to be brown. Well, it's you got got a big donger I'm, well. I'm a red kind of guy. Oh, wow, look at that sausage. <laughs> it's like a saveloy, that, isn't it? It is. Proper sausage. Roman seems to have got some milkshake concoction. You need a drink, and it's a really good drink. Oh, you're an angel. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. How's your uh, solid nut slice, Rob? Well, let me taste it. Excellent content from the podcast, guys. <laughs> as ever, of us. This is going to take some editing, isn't it? Oh, wow. It's quite special, that. No, just leave it in. Just leave it in. No. This is us eating our breakfast. Yeah. Listen right. in, guys. It's incredible listen. So, yeah, so it's a bit unscripted. It's been a while since we uh, we last had Andy on. Um, achieving Andy, Andy Boland. He was good. Yeah, what a pleasure to meet Andy. Yeah. And as it was an inspiration. Yeah, he was. I was a bit gutted I didn't meet him, to be honest, but I was sunning myself in Florida. Oh, time. got to drop that in, honey. Yeah. Um, terrible. Couldn't fly us to put up to Florida to yeah. do a podcast. You had to. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't torture you with 14 members of my family for two weeks, from then. <laughs> Wandering around Disney parks, looking for each other, which is basically what the holiday pretty much was mostly. But it was good. Um, so yeah, so we're a bit unscripted. So we just thought that we'd come and record um, a little bit of a 2019 review, should mm. we call it? It's Christmas. Yeah. Um, so Merry Christmas. To every, each and everybody who's listening. Merry Christmas, guys. Thank you. Do you know what I was making a mistake of? I was end up saying Happy Christmas. I don't like yeah. idiot. Why don't you want it to be a Happy Christmas? No, I don't. I love Christmas. I'm a proper Christmas kid. Oh, yeah. Mm. I get excited for like, like October. Favourite time of the year? Yeah. Yeah, but is that because you've got the kids? You've got the kids always that before you have kids? No, it was always. I've always been like that. And I think it's more on the lines of. The more I think about it, it's just that everyone's off. It's not like when you're on holiday and you get those two weeks off in summer and it's like, you, oh, do you want to go out on a night on a Thursday night or a Wednesday night for a few beers? 
and no one can go out because you're off and no one else is. At Christmas, everyone's off, so it's nice. So, well, apologies to one and not working out there, like, but yeah, we're all off. <laughs> yeah, cheers, mate. I'm working on Christmas, yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. It's like everyone celebrates at the same time, yeah. which is cool. About you, Ron? You're a fan of Christmas. Um, yeah. bit, of, bit of a Scrooge, bit of a humbug. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a bit of a humbug, um, if I'm honest. But I do love just that Christmas day when it's just you and your family, just spending that much needed time where it's just, let's just have that family time and enjoy ourselves. And that's, for me, it's the, the too much build up to that one day. Yeah. It's like Christmas advert should start on the 1st of December and all that jazz. But it's not, it starts in like April. <laughs> so, yeah. so, but on, as soon as it hits Christmas Eve and I finished work and it's having a quiet drink with my, my brother in it, and it's, it's that, you know, dedicated time for family. And that's what I love. Mm. I love seeing the nephews now. I'm sure you'll you with, with the nieces and whatnot. Yeah. And you with the kids. The joy of them with Christmas is just it makes it so much so much more special. Yeah. Why should give me vinegar? Who who has vinegar? On a breakfast. That's another poll. Guys, who has vinegar? On a breakfast. Well, got, it's, all right, and that's another one. If you're having a full English. What's what's the perfect full English? Oh that's well, you a don't put chips that. on it. It's no. gotta be hash browns. That's the question. What what's, is, a, what? what's a perfect full English? <laughs> One I didn't have to cook. <laughs> I like a poached egg instead of a fried egg. Yeah. I like um, a bit of fried bread. No, I hate fried bread. Mm. I have fried banana on my sometimes. It's really nice. No, yeah. I can see that working. Beans, mushrooms. No. Black pudding. Yeah. Um, obviously your toast. Um, sausage. It's got to be good sausage, Joe. Um, I've gone right off beans though, but yeah, I think that's about it. Sometimes I like tomatoes, but I think tomato just makes the bread runny. I am a hash brown fiend. Mm. Absolute fiend. That's the one thing I can't resist when I'm, you know, I'm going to stay in hotels and I'm working and get up in the morning. It's all that where it's like a buffet and you can help yourself. Yeah. I always do three slices of bacon, two pieces of toast and about 18 hash browns. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly the unhealthiest, most calorific thing on the buffet table. Have you got anything that you've deep fried? Yeah, I'll eat that. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, it's got to be a. That's that's pretty standard, isn't it? Mm. But then you, when you, you know people start adding chips and all that. Mm. As soon as I have chips, it comes an all day breakfast. Ah, is that what it is? You can't have chips on his breakfast, can you? No, but it does. Chips are nice on the breakfast, mm. but it's not an English breakfast, is it? But how nice is it to have a breakfast for your tea? Oh yeah, yeah. Dinner. Yeah, I agree. Breakfast, with you. Good breakfast for dinner. Mm. Yeah, it is nice actually. It's a rarity, isn't it? Yeah. It's just like having cereal at night. Yeah, I have a lot of cereal at night. Mm. Yeah, I have cereal actually. I've been working when I've been like say grafting or I've been out to the gym or he says eating an English breakfast. Um, I come home and I'll have a bowl of bran flakes or something and that's me done. Bran flakes, bit of honey. Whoa. I love one of the ones I love at the moment. I think they're the best cereal for you. Yeah, yeah. Shredded wheat bite size. Shredded wheat bite size. They're, they're the best. And you know when you see all the labels on the packaging and it's the greens. There's two that only have full greens. That and Weetabix. Is it? That and Weetabix. Um, Where does your milk go when you have Weetabix on? <laughs> the Weetabix just goes from a massive. <laughs> That's what they should use as a flood barrier. <laughs> More like hay bales. Hay bales. Yeah, no, get rid of hay bales. Weetabix. 48 pack. Yeah, well, then you get people running down with sugar and spoons. Just going, oh, I'll get this away for you. Do you put sugar on your Weetabix? 
as a kid, as a kid, I did, but now I just don't like. I just because of man be fat, I don't like sugar and anything. I just don't want that extra energy to burn off. Why? Have you done honey? Yeah, I have honey in my porridge. Honey's good. I, so that's one of the things that I've switched massively to. Instead, I don't put it in like my coffee. Well, I don't have sugar in my coffee anyway. But anything like cereal where I have sugar on it, I always switch and put honey, and it's a lot nicer. It's weird when you first have it, but it's good. Good. Honey's like natural sugar, isn't it? So I. One thing I wanted to talk to you two boys was about was um, obviously we all started together, Man V Fat doing the um, <coughs> Mighty OB City, um, and then we all kind of split up into different teams. And just because I know you two have kind of left it, I know Stu, you've not played in the league for a while, you've been managing him. Um, yeah. I had a, a long time off, um, and then I've come back to it and started to this season more than any start to get my head back round into that whole diet piece which I've found hard to get back into mm. so I was just going to ask what your two kind of times have been like because I'm not going to lie both you, well, you told me before you've put a bit of weight on yeah, um, yeah put a few you. pounds on so I was just wondering how, how that's been for you because it's been interesting really hasn't it and I only said that because I want to eat the rest of my breakfast so you two can talk for a while <laughs> <laughs> well mine uh, I'm all over the show at the moment as you, as you guys know so I um, Went to Florida. Um, having not played in a Man V Fat League for a good probably six or seven months, put a couple of stone back on. Um, absolutely, really, really, really miss it. You say that. You know, you just said there. You just threw that comment away of just put a couple of stone back on. And but how hard is it to get that couple of stone back off? I agree, but that would have really freaked me out previously. Probably not. Now I know. Yeah. It, I know it can come off. Yeah. Um, once I just get back into. Good way of looking routine. at it. Yeah. That would have really freaked me out, like. Because keep positive. If I, I've done, I'm the same. I think since the back end of Salford League, uh, I put on four. I, I basically, if I'd weighed in, I'd, I missed the last seat, met the last game. But if I'd weighed in the last game, I was probably close to getting an own goal. And that it just, it was like because I've seen people do that in the last game of the season, and I've condemned them, honestly. And I, it happened to me. I probably was just under, if I'm honest, but. It was like somebody just got ripped, gone and ripped my heart out and just went, you've just undone everything. And I was looking at my wall chart and I was looking at, I literally stood there and looking at my wall chart, I was counting the weeks and I went, you know what, I got from 96 to 92 and in three weeks I went back up to 95. Three weeks after 10 weeks of work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I just went, that's how easy it is to put the weight back on. But that's how easy it is to fall off the wagon and not not it's not really much discipline yourself, but forget where what you're here for and what you're doing, yeah. you know. And it just for me it just really hurt looking at it in that kind of visual. And it I just I just couldn't I just thought right this is it now. I'm, I'm, I've said to you guys before my goal is never go past past 100k. And I'm 90. I weighed myself yesterday. I was 96.8 or something like that. So once I started nearing that 100k, that's when it you know the the, the real scare. Scare, scare comes. But you have got a marathon to train for next year, haven't you, mm -hmm. Ross? So have I. So I did a bit of running last week. I'm going to continue it this week. And I know with that, mental state is going to properly change and I'm going to feed back into it. Three and a half months, Ron. I know, scary. Is your how, how, is, how has your mental state been, Ron? Not the best. I've had a torrid time at work um, since, I'd probably say since September. It's been awful. I've been an absolute different person. I've not been a nice person to work with. Not, not a nice, nice person, person anyway. <laughs> 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 it's been normal, everyone. Yeah. Right. 
I've not been a nice person to be around. Um, and it's just, I think it's all this two years, three years of just being so happy just come to one brick wall and I've just got to try and learn how to get out of it. I think that's why I was, and this is going to sound awful, I was counting the days down to when I was ending Manby Fat because I just wanted that breath of fresh air from it. But for me, I know it's not the end of Manby Fat. It's just that stopgap to say, right, Ron, jump back on that wagon, jump back on that wagon and go for it again. I think it is important to um, to know that it's okay to take a break. Yeah, because you two have had a big break before and yeah. I've seen it and it, you yeah. said, and it was Naz Max. Naz Max put it completely plain and simple. He says, you need a break from fat loss. Now, I don't want that break to be three years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want that break to be maybe a season of Man V Fat because I know I'll return to Man V Fat. This is just this is just me going right wrong. Let's get your love for Man V Fat. No, stop. I always love Man V Fat. Look at what it's done to me. But my love for weight loss again, my love for health again, like it was before. Sometimes you just need to clear your head a bit, don't you? Yeah, that's it. Well, I had it at the end, like you said, when you weighed in at the end of last season, you nearly an own goal. I think when I weighed in at the end of last season, after that. My, I think it was, my, it was my first season, second season back. Somewhere. I think I did half a season and started again, didn't we? Um, and that first full one, I think I'd lost 300 grams in the whole season. Mm. And I'm like, fucking hell, that's terrible. And I'd, I had put some graft in for maybe the odd week here, the week there. And I was like, that was a, that was a hard graft I was doing to yeah. lose 300 grams, which I'm sure everyone that's weighed in knows if you just don't drink a bit of water before you weigh in, you can easily lose that 300 grams on your weigh in. Yeah. Um, whereas this season I've lost every week I've put on, or every week I've put on, every week I've lost. I'm not going to have this week because I've just had a massive breakfast and I'm out tonight. Um, but, <laughs> sorry, sorry boys. Um, but yeah, I'm allowed a week off. It's like the same thing as one of our guys, our, um, Steve, our keeper. Um, we were all asking about who'd put on and everything and it was one of the first weeks where us as a team have all lost. And he went, oh, I've put on. And it's one of the first weeks he's ever put on. And he was like, I'm sorry. I was like, fucking hell, don't worry about it. Do you know what I mean? You're, you're allowed a week. It's, yeah. not, it's not an issue. It's mad. And we were team like week loss of the week. Yeah, mate. Like it clicked all of a sudden. That's always a nice thing to read. It was when good. When you've done that. And it's like, oh, wow, oh, wow. Well, we can do it, guys. We're actually, well, I think we've played four games and we've got more points this season than we did in the whole of last season. <laughs> That's how, proud of that. that's how mad we are. It's crazy. That's what happened. Turn a corner, don't you? Weight loss wise, you know, football wise, and that's what happens. <laughs> so, so. It's what you were saying about your two stones. Yeah. Stuff. So I, I obviously I'd, I'm just come. Well, I'll just say I keep using this today because I've just come back from Florida. It was like October. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been back easy a month. So how quick um, life takes you. No, but I literally had a phone call when I was away, um, offering me a full time role in Manby Fat. So I'm now officially. Um, I'm not full-time because the part-time job is weird. Um, I'm now officially a member of Manly Fat HQ. I am the regional manager for the South West, which I'm three weeks into the job. It's absolute chaos. Um, I've literally been to the gym about three times in three weeks <laughs> because I just cannot find a routine. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping that once January, January's a busy one. We've got a lot of league launches, new launches in January. Um, and once that's done, I'm hoping then that we can uh, I can get a bit of routine involved then. But I'm also um, going to give up coaching as well at Manchester and, no. at, and at Salford. Yeah. But you're so good at it. How is that feeling? Well, no, it's, it's more of a case of I need to give one of the leagues up because I've just not got the time. Um, most of the leagues that I now manage are on a Monday and a Thursday, so it's just not doable. 
So I'm going to go and I'm going to coach at Wigan. Oh wow. Um, on a Wednesday, it's a bit further. But the pie eaters. Yeah, well not when I get there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, really excited because they've just got a new venue. Um, really, really top class facilities when they struggled a little bit previously. Don't suppose they've got nets to stop the balls going over the wall, are they? Don't mention nets, <laughs> 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 points. So yeah, so um, I mean I'll still be involved in, in one of either Manchester or Salford from a, a management point of view because I want to keep one of them leagues that I'm going to manage and not coach. Um, I might make it Salford so the, the, the issue about the balls going onto the trail line is not my problem anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so it, it's just been absolutely mental for me. Um, but you know what? I, I'm all right with how things, how things are. Um, probably, like I say, put probably a couple of stone back on but I'm all right with that. But also, um, I'm going to start playing again. So we've got Staley Bridge launching uh, 31st of January. Um, and I'm going to start playing that Friday night. Friday nights at Staley Vegas. Staley nights, Friday nights at Staley Bridge. Yeah, so I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna get back involved in the playing side of things. Wait, so next Friday night it starts? I shouldn't really say that because I wanted to kind of do it incognito for at least the first <laughs> seven weeks. So, so you got, so you've got, so you've got. Wait, wait first, first day, and then it's Christmas. So you're gonna put all our weight on. No, thirty first of Jan. Oh, thirty first of Jan. I think it's oh, the next right, week. Okay. No, thirty first of Jan. Right. Um, so yeah, so it should be good. Who's coaching that league? Don't know yet. Excellent. I don't know, it's not, it's not one of my leads. Bring back Motti. No, I don't think it's going to be Joe. Um, I would think it's a partnership with Staley, Staley Bridge uh, Celtic Football Club, so they might be involved in the process. So I could have my, my pro career could come out. It could. Sure. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm away. It could. I'm all over that. Yeah, Friday night leagues. We've always said, I've always said Friday night is the dream. I've, I'd love to play five. You've weighed in, and then you can just get yeah. smashed on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it means you've got like six days to get to get any um, any gain off before you weigh in again. So, it does yeah. make a difference, that, doesn't it? It probably does make. If you up and, went up and down country, and, and I saw the leagues up and down country, what what night you play you play on, and if some people double league, what night they prefer? And they'd be like, Do you know, what it would be because I, I always when I grew up, I was I was always Thursday on football. Uh, sorry, football on a Thursday night. So if it was a Thursday or Friday would be a dream because then you've got the weekends kind of like you know splash out a little. But then it then it kind of makes because the way the the, the the social week works goes in line with your football week hand in hand. Yeah, I know. I, I think it's just good. I wouldn't want to play on a Sunday morning. I know Glasgow Sunday morning. Them guys. Oh, they, well, they do a Sunday morning league. They do a Sunday morning. Yeah. See, I was always one. My lightest time was always weekends. A word for me. Mm. Yeah. Um, that or like a Wednesday, which was really just, and then, I don't know, it just depends on weeks, doesn't it, I suppose? Yeah. But yeah, but I suppose no matter what day you play on, you can always work that into your routine, can't you? Um, but yeah, so Friday nights, Staley Vegas. Um, that's going to be, that's going to be me back playing again. Oh, excellent. I'm literally going to be every asset of my move that, I'm going to be a player. Be still coaching at Wigan, mm. and I'm going to be a regional manager in the southwest as well. Which it seems like it's miles away from where I live, which it is. Um, but it's still a stone throw, isn't it? No, the it's southwest. A long stone. Oh, the southwest. The southwest. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, um, interesting, interesting. A lot of travelling, but yeah, I'm buzzing to be fair. Three weeks in, um, and yeah, some really good things happening in my life. Uh, probably. 
I think the players probably don't realise there's a bit of been a bit of a change in structure and stuff like that. Yeah. <clears throat> We're able to visit a lot more leagues than we have been previously. Um, there'll be new handbooks starting in January. Oh, so, new, so if your league starts next next season, no, next year, sorry, from January onwards, if a new season starts, you'll be getting a new handbook. Um, and they're going to be, I think, are going to be a massive, massive game changer. Also might be a little bit of review of, of the point system as well. We're looking at that. Um, we're looking at how we can stop people putting massive amounts of weight on between seasons. Or um, weighing it in jeans. Well, we think we've come up with a, a, a decent plan for that. If anybody I was knows, good this season. I weighed it in, in my yeah, full Yeah, you were kit, good, yeah, yeah. Proper kit from the start, first kit. First a lot of lads were in, in proper kit, to be fair. But, you know, if you drink three like, litres of water two hours before you do weigh it, yeah. You know. That's what I did. I made the mistake of the Salford League. I, I just naturally was used to getting, getting my clothes off, getting down, stepped on the scales. And I went, oh, right, I've got to do this every 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 week now. But I did it every week. I went, made sure that I, yeah, I, I was the same consistently every week. So yeah, I made sure I was losing or if I put on, like, how much I put on. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, so we're going to be taking a little look at that as well next year. Um, yeah, really exciting times. Um, I think it's no, you know, I mean, obviously, a bit of a mouthpiece now for Man V Fat itself, and I think it's no. Um, we grew so fast, so soon that it, it, you know, there's things that we could have done better. Um, we certainly could have been out visiting leagues more, but it just wasn't possible. Just wasn't able to do that, and that should change, um, and that will change from now on. So yeah. Is there any thoughts around a, um, it's a Man V Fat diet? Is there anything along those conversations we, we, coming not, in? We, no. Something that we don't necessarily want to do a diet, but what we what we are going to I do. I think that's the right thing to do, personally. Yeah. I'm just just wondering. Yeah. What we are going to do is we are going to try and educate using the handbooks about different diets that are out there. So I don't know if any of you guys have ever read the Manual um, Fat Manual. Um, basically, it's 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 you know it educates about different diets that the are book, on the market. The, the book, yeah. Yellow book. Yeah, 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 yeah. I read that. Yeah. So it, it just educates about different diets. That are out there. Choose your own. Choose what works best for you. Choose what you know. Don't don't do any. Um, but rather than put anybody on a on a plan or a diet itself, I just want to just educate people about. I'll, I'll do that as a competition. Yeah. yeah. The best comment on this podcast underneath, I'll post them the Man V Fat book. And they yeah. Have it. Right. Okay. There the you best are. Be the, the funniest one. one that the makes funniest us laugh. comment about this video, <laughs> and Ross will send you his Man V Fat manual. I've got one, but I think it's on Kindle. Yeah. I've I've got one. So it's up on mantelpiece next to all my man V fat um, memorabilia. I've literally got my books from day one, my trophies, my, I've my got cards. It's all, yeah, all, all trophies, yeah, all, all together. But that, but that, I just wanted to come back around to that, Ron, because you were saying, obviously, you know, you were disappointed that you'd finished the season more or less around the way that you started. Yeah. That's why it's important to go right back. Yeah. Because, all right, a season, you might say, I've wasted a season there, I've wasted 14 weeks, 15 weeks. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, compared to where you were when you very first died. Mm. Yeah. It's a pebble in the ocean, isn't it? How, yeah. how, much, how much weight did we put on, or did you put on in Florida? As I say, that was probably my usual diet. If yeah. I wasn't yeah, away, yeah, if, yeah. I was a, if I was away from Man V Fat for a season where you maintained wrong, mm. is that I could have put, I don't God knows, I'm yeah. scared to yeah, think, yeah. 10 kilo on in, in yeah. 10 weeks. Yeah, I, I put six, six kilos on between before really? Florida and after Florida. Which anyone who's been to Florida will know. Yeah. It's, 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 the thing with going to Florida though is you're doing all that walking and there's still that bit in the back of your head that goes, God, I've, been, I've done over like 30,000 steps yeah. today. 
yeah, can I have that chocolate or can I can have that. No, they put a lot more additives in oh, there. Really? What we have. It's, it's just don't. It's, it's, it's not so much that. It's like yeah, I've just I've just right, I've just done ten thousand steps going between Star Wars land and, and you know Princess Castle or whatever, um, and then you go and have like a Mickey like a marshmallow um, rice crispy cake and you yeah, yeah well forget them ten thousand steps you just yeah. eat them. <laughs> Well, it was like the, the quiz, quiz story the other week about the uh, marathon. What was it? Two beers and pizza. Have to run a full Something marathon. Like that, yeah. That's crazy, that. Full pizza. No, yeah. You know what I'm more I'm more aware of now. You know, like on mm. when I'm jean size and whatnot. So I put some shorts on the other day and went, wow, these are a bit tight now. So automatically the alarm bells went off and went, yeah, you need to start it because, like you say, we don't we measure ourselves too much on weight. We forget about the inches. And when we go when we we were too easy, too easy to go. <laughs> too easy to go. Oh well, I don't fit in these thirty-four pants anymore. I'll get some thirty-six. Not registering what's actually happening to your body until you realise. Oh, nah, shrank in the wash, mate. That's all that happened. Did. Yeah, 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 definitely. What happened with my suit pants when we were and I decided to come back to Manby Fat, <laughs> driving, driving to meetings and having to undo them because we were too uncomfy, and then sitting in pain for an hour or so while I was in a meeting, and then driving back with them undone. Oh mate. Well, the mad thing is though, you could still get them on in some capacity. Previously, you couldn't have got them on in any capacity. Yeah. I think that's what you have to remember. When you yeah. do have, you know, if you do decide to take a season off or have a little break from weight loss and just try and maintain maybe for a few weeks or a couple of months or whatever. Yeah. It's important that you remember actually, you know what, if I put a few pounds on, that's all right because I'm, you know, 60 pounds down, 70 pounds down from when I very first started. Yeah, well I'm actually, tomorrow, me and the missus are going uh, on a walk, I said, should we just walk? She went, yeah, we'll just yeah. walk, so what? about four hours. This is new information. What? You've got a girlfriend now, Rob? Have we not discussed this before Ooh, on the podcast? I don't think we have. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, sorry gentlemen, all your dreams are untrue, <laughs> I am, I'm not gay. Um, I, I have a girlfriend who I love very much. Oh, you're in love? I, I'm oh, actually, I think I'm using in love. the low word. Oh, uh, wrong. And she's very, she's very looking oh. forward to meet you both properly. It's gone proper red there, hasn't it? Speaking of girlfriend, I love the sign behind you. I'm going to take a picture of and put it on. Bring your loved ones in here for a smooch. Ooh. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's why I chose this place, didn't he? Yeah. Brilliant, that wrong. <laughs> Mistletoe hanging everywhere. <laughs> she's, she's been since honestly since September. I've had all this turmoil. She's, she's been a rock. She's been brilliant for me. Absolutely. You know, and I just know with with Jen, I just know it's love. She can't wait to meet you guys anyway. We bumped into you. Yeah. And she, she really loves Tiff. Like, already. She's like, oh, good double date. I was like, yeah, yeah, of course I can. <laughs> so, yeah. So she's got to meet Ross yet. She was actually hoping that we'd be in the flat today recording so she'd meet uh, you. So, yeah. I'm sure we will at some point. Yeah. Wow. Like, what, what, a lot's happened, hasn't it? Yeah. So what's happening, in the world of, what's happening in the world of podcasts this year, then? So, podcast. Wow. So, yeah, let's, let's review. Um, Before we review, can I have a wee? Yeah, of course. Do you have a, a quick pause? Yeah, so Ross has had his wee now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. How was it, Ross? Uh, do you know what? I've got a thing, right? And it's a bit of a sad thing, to be fair. I, I go always to the doctor for that, mate. Uh, yeah. Um, that's, that's what my wife says. I've got a bit of a sad thing. Um, <laughs> every time I go to a toilet, and it's communal toilet, so it's a blokes and a woman's when you go into one one loo, they're always really clean. If you yeah. go to town and you go to those toilets where you're all shared cubicles and you go in and you like, because when you go in as a bloke and you're having a pee, you think, if I piss on this seat and some really, 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 really attractive woman is coming in behind me yeah. and I've weed all over the seat, she's not going to be very happy. Well, what if she's ugly? It doesn't bother me anyway. Okay, so you're not just going to be in like, you know. <laughs> I'm not, not choosing. I'm not choosing. I don't have to take anything. Sorry, wife. <laughs> 
But yeah, so yeah, that's what I did. I thought it was a very good wee. Yeah, Thank you. Clean, so you cleaned up after yourself, is that what you're saying? I did. I did clean up after myself. And that's it. I've got, I've got, I've, I'm the same. I've got a um, toilet etiquette. And it's just, you know, especially coming like at work. I so you even wipe your skiddies off? <laughs> <laughs> We're really going with this. Where's this podcast going? We're about to do a season review. Now we're talking about toilet etiquette. <laughs> In the crude way. Well, that's the worst toilet you've ever been to in your life. Have you been to a festival? I've I've been I've been you know like when you've got train spotting toilets. Oh, I've yeah, been yeah. into ones like that oh, before yeah. now. Oh, where yeah. you um see I've got quite a routine. If I ever go out on the pee, I've always got to have a toilet roll in my in my back pocket from going out because I have nearly been caught short before where you know you go to the loo and you go to sit down and there's no toilet seat and it's covered in it's shamelessly horrible stuff. And then you go to have a wee and you go or oh, whatever and you go to use the loo roll and somebody's peed all over the loo roll and it's all full of piss. Well I was taking that and I've done it and hovered hovered before now. One of the worst ones I've ever been to. Quite a bit of a thing there about Lou's, huh? Um, I was bursting for a crap and I was going to, it was a very well-known supermarket and I won't say what it is. What does it rhyme with? Um, Master? No, Mainbris. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and I went, went in and as I walked in, I swear you not, there was poo on the door as I was walking in to push through it and I was like, okay, I walked in and there was just a trail of crap all the way oh. to this cubicle and I thought, oh, I'm not going in that one. The other one was out of order and I walked in and it was everywhere. And I mean, it was on the toilet, the door, the walls. And I was that desperate I had to go. Oh. Mate, I was, I couldn't even, you know when you take your pants down and I couldn't take my pants down around my ankles because if it had touched the floor, I'd have ended up with crap on my, on my pants. It was it was that bad, but I needed to go. You realise so. if someone's driving, listening to this, they'd probably crash the car. <laughs> <laughs> so we've talked about this before, haven't we? Because obviously I used to, and now do work on the road as well. Uh, and you work on the road. We've discussed this, haven't we? Yeah. Always go for a McDonald's or a Weatherspoon. Mm. Yeah. Because you know the sorts are decent. Yeah. Weatherspoons, I'd, I'd call you on Weatherspoons. Oh, McDonald's no. are alright. No, yeah. well, there's some Weatherspoon sorts. Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you've got to walk about 150 floors well, to get to it. Yeah. Unless to you're in London, because yeah. you have to walk always <laughs> downstairs in London. Yeah. Anyway, back to the podcast. Sorry. You got me on my toilet fetish for a minute, well, haven't you? Well, yeah. uh, mine's just washing hands. I know <laughs> people who can't, don't wash their hands when they've gone to the toilet. I can't. It's like you're dirty. Anyway, Standard, back to it, back to it. Back to it. Yeah, so, so uh, yeah, reviewing this year's podcast as it is December. Yeah, um, it's been a good year. Yeah, I think it has. Um, what was your favourite guest, Rob? Oh, we've had a plethora of good guests. I'm, there's ones that I really like. I, I love the one with Nate just because I wanted to meet that guy. Well then, I, I, I love I loved the Cardiff visits. Naz, I think Naz Max was one that really stood out for me because he was a guy that could just sit and listen to. If he created an audio book, an audio tape, I could just press play. Well, obviously you've got Matt, a bit of man love over him, haven't you? Did you see? Did you see? He did a. Uh, so obviously, one of the new things that Mavi Fat introduced is the Mavi Fat Talks on the Facebook group, yeah. the private group, and obviously Naz. I think yesterday it was his. Mammy Fat Talk. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, nice. So in the, in the players group, you can um, can join that private group, and then we're doing you know you get two talks a week. Good. It's like the, we used to do the old um, AQA sessions, but a lot more better. So, yeah, a lot more better. A lot more better. <laughs> it's a technical term. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so Naz Naz had yeah. recently just done it. He's, uh, and how do you join that? So, so um, just speak to your coach. He'll give you the link. Uh, what's what's Mammy my link? Fat, coach. Mammy Fat Players Group. <laughs> 
he should be posting it in his broadcast groups. I've posted mine in my broadcast groups a few times. Obviously, you guys have skipped it. But yeah, but that's just another thing that we're trying to add, add you know, into the uh, into the program and such. We've had so we've had a physio on there. Um, we've had Naz on there. Uh, we've had um, a few guys talking about diet, and, and Naz was talking about how you limit the damage over Christmas, which is really important at this time of year, obviously. Um, so yeah, so check that out. Um, it's on Facebook, Mummy Fat. Closed group for players only, and if you're not a player, we'll kick you out. My favourite podcasts, um, Nate was definitely up there. I loved, I loved, I loved Nate. Uh, nice guy as well. Liked him. Um, Gary Davis. Mm. His yeah. was his was um, eye opening. Yeah, is about the only way I can put that. That was um, if you've not listened to that one. Um, basically it's about Gary who's, who's a soldier and his life about how he um, kind of always what he ate when he was in the army and how he dealt with the, the being a bit the big lad in the in the troop is it troop what's it called in the squad um, that was good um, and I really liked the one where I interviewed you yeah um, yeah because that, that was yeah. my fir- my first kind of yeah, proper interview that was you coming on board, um, it? but it was again that was quite eye-opening yeah I still don't forget about you being that secret eater and your line of well it's not called secret eating for no reason <laughs> that's very still, true. I still go back at that I've told it's that story quite true. a few times yeah. to be fair I didn't know you were secret eater well yeah you wouldn't do because then it was called eating yeah. <laughs> if people knew about it well that was quite funny um, <laughs> that was dawning out well like to, to replicate that a little bit I enjoyed your catch up with um, that we did with you and Josh Deegan but that was really yeah. good to see, you know, you guys would come. Um, obviously, you guys have done really well for me, and, and how you kind of stories have branched off different yeah. ways and stuff like that. I'm um, really trying to say I got that. fat and Josh didn't. No, no, not, no, not <laughs> at all. But it, but it is, I think. Yeah, but you went through some of the things that Josh didn't go through. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Josh, for me, is the epitome of what man be fat can do for somebody. Because he's doing well and he's ah, doing well. He's brilliant. He's, he's, he's just rocketed into it. His confidence gone, uh, come back, he's a different person, he's that smile's back on his face, and he's he's now Josh, Josh Deegan, the legend, you know what I mean, he's, he's just gone, and me. Is he, is he, he's just passed his exams to be um, uh, a PT, a phys- yeah. physical trainer, yeah. which I thought was mad, but if you think about that, what happened with him was great, but it's the same thing with you, Stu, if you'd have gone back a year before Man V Fat, would you have said where you are now, is that, no. oh, I'm working for a fitness company? <laughs> no. <laughs> And I'm yeah. travelling, happily travelling, happily travelling down yeah, to yeah. the southwest yeah. to do a work, no, a work for it. Completely 360 in my life. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. I, I think. I, I honestly think this. I've known you for a long, year, long amount of years. And I've known you in every single job you've done, and I've never seen you enjoy a job so much and you have this job. No, because I never ever enjoy. I've never enjoyed a job. Nah, well, the pub game was alright. Like, in my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> my late 20s, it wasn't so good. But yeah, in my early 20s, the pub game was good. But yeah, I've never enjoyed. I actually enjoy. Go to work. It's mad. I've, ne- I've never experienced it really. Yeah. Actually enjoyed getting up and go to work. What have I got to do today? Every day is different. Do you know? And the, the biggest thing. So we were down in um, me and Rich Crick, who's the head of Man v Fat Football. We were down in uh, Exeter and Cardiff last week. Thursday Cardiff, Friday Exeter. Uh, just out and meeting players and meeting coaches and, and seeing how Leeds work, seeing everyone's different facilities. I just absolutely loved it. I absolutely loved talking to players, talking to coaches, 
seeing the football, seeing the weight loss, uh, seeing how every league is completely and utterly different. That's a different vibe. Um, absolutely love it. I just can't wait to get out and, and, and meet more players over the coming months. That's what, you know, like I said, we had the, the sorry, I know we're talking about podcasts, but going off it, you're talking about the different leagues and stuff like that. Is that, um, thank you very much. Um, and you were saying, like, because when, when we mix the teams up yeah. and we, we change all the teams in the Manchester one, um, was that how it's not stopped the competitiveness, but there's still always, it's, it's more friendly than it was. Mm. Whereas before it was when we were OB, it was just OB. There was that was it was us. We didn't really care about. Not we didn't care it was about people. Them, yeah, it was that's the way it was. World. And what I found now is from playing in like the extra games as well is, like I say, I, I slid, slid did a sliding tackle on Josh. Sorry, Josh, because um, he did me. To be fair, <laughs> um, and obviously I knew it was wrong, but I slid it. I got the ball. It was a good tackle. Um, but then I was like, shit, sorry, mate, because it would just add that little of, he's not yeah. he's not getting away with that. Um, so I slid, slid and got a ball. He got a foul. Um, but yeah, it's that kind of then instantly I was like, fucking hell, sorry, mate. Whereas before, like, it was a few seasons ago, I'd have been like, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. Get up. Yeah, stop being a girl. <laughs> yeah, probably been a girl. Yeah. Right, nothing wrong with that. I, yeah. I think it's kind of, it's, it's become more, and I hate using the word, but it, it's become more kind of family type where um, I don't think there's many people in that league that I couldn't go and fucking hell. Um, what, what are you doing about when you really want a pizza or what do you want to do when you want a kebab? Or, you know, I don't think there's many people in there um, that I couldn't just go and have a quick chat with or yeah. have a bit of a laugh with. Or, it's, it's, yeah. changed, it's changed, massively changed that league, massively. Yeah. And, and, and it is, a, you know, from the coaching point of view, it has changed. It's not. It's not as easy now. Um, from from a coach's point of view, um, and uh, you know, numbers in that league could do with a little boost as well. Um, but it, it, need, it did need to happen. It needs to happen. Um, but not. There's some leagues that are very much like we were a year ago. That were you know very much like secular and this is our team. Forget everybody else. Some leagues like Cardiff are just a massive. Cardiff's just like a football club. Just like a massive football club where everyone gets on. Uh, you know, you go into the, it's really weird. So we go to Cardiff last week, um, and uh, we goes into the leisure centre, and they've got a room upstairs. It's a pretty big room, and it was just like a, a hub of the league. So you had players coming in, they were weighing in, they were sitting down, they were chatting, they were having something to eat. You know, and the room as a facility was brilliant. You come out onto the pitch and. The pitch is, is good, it's good, don't get me wrong. It's, it's a cage, but it's a bit of a bigger cage than like what we was used to at Manchester. Um, but there's some pitches that are absolutely immaculate, but the weighing room's not as good. And it's getting that balance between the two, mm. because then we went to Exeter, whose facility's incredible, um, and this is no disrespect to Exeter, but the, the weighing room is a, it's a port cabin. Yeah. It's not got the same vibe, because yeah. that's the lot sitting in a port cabin. Whereas they're quite relieved. The room was warm up there at Cardiff and it was freezing, you know what I mean? We were in there getting changed. It was, the vibe was brilliant. Um, and the vibe was good at Exeter, but in a different way. Um, it's just really weird how, how you get out and see different leagues. In what is essentially the same structure, it's the same thing, it's still man fat. Um, yeah. So, jumping back on the best podcasts, what was yours? Um, Festival's got to be up there, hasn't it? Festival was really good. I really enjoyed the festival. Uh, talking to Loro, uh, you know. Still brings a smile to my face, that. Yeah, it was it was excellent. I enjoyed that day all over. To be fair, I, I really, was a bit really disappointed you didn't let me play. 
Well, yeah, but... So, yeah, we, we, should, we, should have, we should have put that to a vote. So, I paid to play in the league, in the actual tournament. Yep. You wrote me in to come and do the podcast for the day. Our team made the semi-final, and I was like, technically, I'm allowed to play for that team, and you wouldn't let me put my kit on. Yeah, because I, I was <laughs> being funny, but, you know... Would have been thrown out of the tournament. Oh, yeah, this guy's played. He's not played a game all day. Uh, he's going to play this semi-final. I only wanted to play the last two games. Yeah, yeah, well... The semi-final final. <laughs> if we... If we you know, we're looking at the at the tournaments because it's we were very obviously that was hard to manage because it was so big. It was good though, it was well. Yeah. well from what I saw of it, it was a well done day. Yeah. Um, really well. I know so much. I know that uh, the lads worked really hard. Terry and Rich and uh, Tim worked so hard on getting uh, getting um, the venue and Craig as well, um, and just getting the day done was relatively short notice. Um, if we if we decide to do the massive great big one tournament a year again, it would be great. Um, we are looking at maybe do some regionals and then a big final kind of thing, just because it's a it's a lot um, better and easier, and it can include more players as well. Yeah, a good idea. So yes, yeah, so you might have a chance to play in another one. Thanks, yes. mate. <laughs> just one of the other ones that have come to mind for me are the best podcasts, and I forget about this. Professor Damien Hughes. Yeah. And, um, That's my favourite. And Andy Simmons. Awesome. Yeah, I like. I, I I wasn't there for that one, but I did Damien Hughes. But I listened to it, and yeah, that guy was. Do you know one thing that he said that still sticks in my mind is I bet, that I bet I'm thinking the same thing. Go on. Is that um, when he was saying that like build each other up, don't knock each other down. So where it was on the lines of it, it's that, and you do it really well, Stu. To be fair, you do just as naturally you do it. Um, it's instead of that kind of you know you fat guy, you've put a bit yeah, of a few yeah. pounds on. It's like. It's, there's the different way of framing it which I can't do because I'm just a sarcastic guy <laughs> um, <laughs> it's kind of putting it on the lines of what's going on mate or, yeah. uh, you, you having hard times or he, he, was, he was incredible it was good honestly it was, I think yeah. me and you were just we just sat there just like you know like googly eyed like just talking oh, the, guy was, talking. the guy was absolutely immense the yeah. guy was absolutely immense he was, a, he was amazing he really was such an interesting guy such an interesting life not even to do with you know the business side of it, or, or inside yeah. of you know um, sports psychology. I used to do that just as, just as a person. It was really interesting. Um, yeah, I, I just loved that. I loved that, and that was that was um, one of the big things as well. What you see there is it stuck for you. It stuck for me as well. The exact same thing when he's like, you know, our culture as men is to just rip each other shreds all the time. It's not right, really. No. You know, yeah, you can have a bit of it. But when it comes to the crunch, you shouldn't really be doing that. And he was saying, you know, when a lot of guys, when they go out and, you know, when you're in your 20s and you might be on the pole and, and they kind of trip yeah, yeah. each other up. And he said, I never did that with my friends. I was always like, this guy's a top guy. And, you know, if you, t- if you give him his number, he'll treat you well. And that was really good. Really enjoyed that. Probably my best, I think, of the year. Yeah, I'm still getting to, I've still got a Reader's Barcelona away book. Yeah. Still keep looking out for it in shops. I'm like, what the book? I've got it, mate, somewhere. I'm gonna have to bring it. I've got it. But you read, the, you read the. I'm, I'm a bit through the liquid thinking. Right. Yeah. A bit through liquid thinking, and it's um, yeah. Well, I put it. I picked it up. I picked it up. And started reading it. Um, but I was halfway through like Ferguson book, so I thought I'd go back to finish that first, and then I'll read the liquid thinking yeah. again. Yeah, but I've still got uh, uh, Andy Simmons' book to. Mark Simmons. Not Mark Simmons. Sorry, it's called Andy. Mark Simmons' book to read. Um, and I can't wait to read that yeah. book either. So I, I finished that one and then Tiff started reading it and she like, absolutely loves it. Yeah. She's like, it's amazing. this book's amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, if, it's just through through the through the, through the um, platform of podcasts and you meeting these interesting people and and the impact it has on your life. It says one thing that that you know. Um, um, David Hughes said to me was about when you treat your kids and he said you know when you take them to the football and he asked you, you, you ask them the five questions he says did you enjoy it what did you learn from it yeah. or is it three questions and and I hear my brother when he's talking to Oliver and he's just come from his football training he's like you should have passed it you should have passed it and I'm like kids don't respond to that stuff yeah. you've got to build them up you've got to make, make them realise what what they openly see they're not taking him. Yeah, it is, um, it is massive, um, like what you said, with, with youth football as well. And I think we also could look at that as well in with the referees and stuff. Referees aren't perfect, so I think we need to realise that. Um, and, you know, we're never going to get a Premiership referee <laughs> referee on a Monday night Man V Fat game. I mean, some Premiership referees, I had all that. <laughs> well, exactly. To be fair, like saying the Manchester is it's the only one I can talk about because it's the only one I've played in, is that we basically ref it ourselves. It's, there's, only, there's very rarely, I mean, I try and cheat the occasional one when you know it's not your ball. Yeah. And then when I get put, called on it, I'm like, yeah, well, I know it wasn't mine. Um, but it, it's that kind of, we tend to ref it ourselves. Yeah. There's not, um, I think going back a few seasons, it would, we needed a ref. Um, and I don't think it's, it's changed. Like I said, I think the whole mentality of that league's changed. Um, but we actually had a compliment from the ref of Manchester the other week, the other week um, when I was down there. And she went, I don't have to, actually have to do much with you guys because there's nothing to actually, you know, like, there's no large barge, there's nothing, it's just a nice game of football. The, the, the amount of decisions that... It's because you stopped playing. Yeah, <laughs> probably. And Rory, and Rory Appleton. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a little bit of truth now, I won't lie. <laughs> I'm horrible, me when I'm on football field, aren't I? You do change. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, Never noticed. So, yeah, looking forward to playing Staley Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that game. Oh, we were talking about that to, um, talking about that with the, uh, with the Pyax lads a couple of Mondays ago, with John and, and Lou. And, he, and they were like, when we used to play the cage at Manchester that first season, yeah. it, was like, it was awful. <laughs> It was awful. We we had a lot of strong willed players, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. That's the way I'll I'm bigging people up, so I'll put yeah. it that way. Yeah, yeah. I wanna ask what's over the year, over the four podcast year, what's the what's the most best thing or the unique thing that you've taken away from doing the podcast? Because Ross, you've you've just joined us. But you're still taking away a lot from what when you, you joined us when we did Nate and Gary and you you, you, you saw the yeah, openness they, of it. They were really strong podcasters. Yeah. They were they were not you know, Gary's wasn't an easy listen. No, it wasn't an easy listen. No, it wasn't. I thought about that for a lot of, a long time. But when I went to bed that night and I was laying there and it was quiet and I was thinking about him. That sounds wrong, laying in bed thinking about Gary. But um, <laughs> um, it was it was hard hearing that to be fair. The other time I got I thought about him with bonfire night. As mm. soon as the fireworks started off, the first firework heard Gary like that. I went wow, and then you switch on to how many you hear over the course of that week. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was um, you know me. I think the thing with with Gary's is. Me and Gary are very, very different people. Um, uh, just as, just as people, anyway. Um, but I think 
you always can find some common ground and relate to somebody no matter who. I love Gary Death. I absolutely love him as a person. Um, I think he's probably a bit misunderstood. Um, but yeah, he's such a genuinely nice fella, Art Gold. Um, but yeah, that was a that was a one that probably changed me. I think hearing that. Yours changed me a lot, actually. Because mm. it's things that yeah, yours, you've yours not, was you've not opened up until the podcast. And me and Ross looked at each other at one point and were like, wow, like, you know. They're not listening back to that one, to be honest. It's hard listening. I can't, I can't listen to him when I'm on him. I really can't. That's a struggle. Um, but yeah, no, yours, was, yours, was, yours was interesting. Very interesting. Just on the lines of... Um, because I saw a lot of what I, I've done in the past is like the person you portray isn't what you are. Yeah. If I don't mean that disrespectfully in any way, it, it was because you are a nice guy. There we go, building each other up. Look at that. Um, <laughs> He's alright. Fucking horrible on the pitch, but you're a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot deny that. Uh, but yeah, it was just the, those same things where it's yeah, there was things that were going on that nobody knew that were going on and stuff like that. I thought it was it was quite interesting. Um, and that's why I think you made a great coach is that you've I think you've got to have walked the walk a little bit on, in this to have made it to make a decent coach um, and and have them fucking shit days where you just eat everything that's in that cupboard that kind yeah. of crap yeah for me I think with what you do well is you enable people to chip away and to see the things that actually really matter I remember going back ages and this is going back you know before man be fat whatever when we were on a stag do Eddie stag do and I'd lost my camera and I fed into Mental. my camera and it cost me a lot I was a mental stag do that and Stu turned around to me he grabbed me on side red in the face and went you better stop it now I'm like stop it why he went stop being materialistic it's a camera it can be replaced and in that moment I just went actually I'm on a stag do about to have fun with friends and I'm yeah. moaning about a camera you were, letting, you were letting the fact that you'd lost your camera ruin the time you were having exactly that, yeah. and I always relate to yeah, that. I that I always relate to that thinking do not think about materialistic things do not think about unnecessary um, things just concentrate on you remember, what right, you so need to think you remember about. everything about that stag do more or less yeah. come on right. on a stag do who remembers everything right. from a stag do you remember everything while you were sober yes right. do you remember what kind, kind of camera you had yes that's a shit my question isn't it? <laughs> yes so what I, what I was going to say before was around like you said you said there about what somebody saying one thing to you yeah. and I heard it to me about two weeks ago um, just starting up the league and everything again um, and my head wasn't in it properly and I was talking to Rob Dixon who went and played an extra game and I was saying mate I've got, I've got a marathon to do in like four months and he turned around to me and he went I know you he said if you can find that thing inside you he said no one's stopping you from doing that and I went whoa, hang on. And I went, yeah, I know I can do it, but we're hearing it from somebody else. I've not, I've not seen Rob for ages. And I was like, Jesus, that's what he thinks about me. Because it was weird for me seeing you know, someone else's conversation about how I was. And I was like, it just all of a sudden it hit me and I went, fucking hell, right, I can do this. Like just that one little bit of building somebody up. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm, I'm back on it now. Yeah. He it's, says, it's, Ian is full English. <laughs> it speaks the truth. Cheers, but Rob. When, when you mention Rob Dixon, I always think that we should have something at the end of his name. Rob Dixon, what a legend of a man. Yeah. It's only because you fancied his daughter. He's a ge- <laughs> <laughs> it's a take-up man now. <clears throat> <laughs> She's very pretty. Um, no, he's, he's such a gentleman. And a yeah. bloody amazing footballer. Oh, yeah. I'll never be as good footballer as Rob. No. In a million years. No. Neither am I, though. Rob's, Rob's, Rob's better than 90... 90- 9% of footballers 
um, and he's nearly like a third older than anybody else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, he's a gentleman as well. Yeah, yeah he is, isn't he? He is. But yeah, it's legends like that who make a, you know, probably played for the first what, two or three seasons, you know, nine seasons in now. Legends. I think I think what's nice as well, uh, doing the podcast for us and looking at the review, it's also seeing how far Man V Fat has come as a business as well, because now it's obviously, um, you know, we'll go to different lengths with new books coming out, um, there's more leagues opening up, it just shows you the future of Man V Fat is, is endless. See, it's not changed to me, me as a player, it's not changed at all. Um, it stayed, it's, it's still... And that's why I asked that question about are they releasing the diet because I didn't know the answer to it and I was hoping you were going to say no. Yeah. Um, just because that's not what it's about. It's not a diet. It's not. It, and it, I hate all the cheesy shit, but it is. It's like it is a lifestyle change. It's it's doing it for you, and that, that's what grabbed it for me. It's doing it for your mates. You don't. Half of it isn't doing it for yourself. When you're getting up in the morning to go to the gym, or when you're doing it after work and you're knackered and you're like, do you know what? I need to do this to lose weight because I'm going out on a piss this weekend, so I need to make sure that I'm. Um, I've lost my weight before I'm going doing it. It's all that kind of stuff that those thoughts that you had, which is kind of good. I think the, the, the thing with the changes that are happening um, at management level, um, players probably won't see a lot of that until these books come out. And then, you know, um, I think on the socials, I think they may be starting to see things, doing like running competitions, running, you know, different things, and there's a bit more. Um, marketing behind it, that's Matt Hudson, our new marketing guy, absolute mustard. Um, so yeah, you, you probably see that, but I think when the, when the, the new handbooks come out, I think that's when the players will realise, okay, so things are changing. Yeah. You know, I mean, them, the handbooks, let's, let's be honest, although they're there and they're a good tool to use to track your food and, 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 and you know, see where you're at exercise-wise, that's all they are, really. It's just where you can track your food. These handbooks are going to be so much more. And the thing is, it, every three seasons you get new inserts so the content will change so over the course of more or less 12 months next year we'll get three new three new inserts we'll have fresh content new content and then you'll take that with you from season to season that'll always be your handbook you take it from season to season so what are we going to do with the podcast next year okay so what um so we 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 just like I say, we need to get out and speak to some people. Um, I'm keen to speak to Dan Church, who is a coach at Norwich, who is my counterpart now, South East Regional Manager. Lost Ten Stone. Wow. Knows the programme inside out. Absolutely lovely guy. Um, really active again, like Andy um, on Instagram. Um, he recently, I don't know whether you've seen it, whether you've seen Andy's Instagram. Um, there was a meet up. Uh, it was yeah, um, it was Dan Church, <coughs> it was Andy, and it I was um, it was. And I, I really apologise. There was another player there, who and between them they lost forty two. Oh, I think yeah. I saw that. Yeah, forty two yeah. stone or something. Yeah, it was stone. Forty two stone. Forty two stone. Well, you know between what's three guys. You know what's strange about guys. that picture? It doesn't look like they could have ever been that big. And yeah. I think that's a compliment in itself to say, "Well done, guys." Yeah, yeah. So I'm keen to get over to Norwich. Um, or meet somewhere along the way to speak to Dan. Norwich, um, gee, what a horrible drive that is. I know, it's not good for Mate. the northwest, is it? We'll meet up somewhere, we'll meet up somewhere. Um, he might be visiting a league at some point. I'm really this. looking forward to that one. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do 
some, uh, should we do some video podcasting? Yeah, we also want to do some reviews, video reviews, don't we? Yeah, throw, yeah. throw, throw stuff out as what you want reviewing. Yeah, we'll I think we'll, we're definitely going to try and develop that and get some... I've still never found them crisps that you did with Rory Appleton. Yeah, I've, 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 do you know with what? The protein crisps. Protein crisps. Yeah. Never. Moose protein or something. I, I, don't but, know. Yeah, I think we got from B&M's. Because yeah. you said on that podcast, they were nice. I know you said on that yeah. podcast in all good garages. garages. I've been to. I, I stop at a lot of garages. Yeah, you, you <laughs> just fueled him to go yeah. eat some stuff. You, in must, garages. you must clearly not be going in the, the right kind of garages. Yeah, you're going to the rubbish one. This is the Waitrose garages. Christ, can't no, afford I think, to go now. I think it was like the cheaper end of the garages. If I'm honest. Right. Um, but yeah, so we need to. That's probably better as, as a visual. Um, so yeah, I think a little bit It was bit a bit weird hearing someone crunch a crisp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> masticating, is it? Yeah, yeah, masticating. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, um, it wasn't still on the visual. Wags, wags episode. Wags, oh, mate. Yeah. Seeing, I'm scared shitless for that one. We've been seeing six months, haven't we? But yeah. we need to definitely... We'll do wags. In January, February, we'll nail a date to do that 100%. Yeah. Old man, I'll tell you what, old man, go and see Nadine again. I'm yeah, check with Dean. certainly go down and see Nadine, see what uh, what's going on. Yeah. Uh, food wise, nutrition wise. Yeah. Um, I think there's also um, we might get um, there's a guy who's a couple of guys have contacted us who wrote books about their weight loss journeys, not not man v fat related. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll get a couple of those guys on. Um, I think let's speak to. A nice one close to all. I think we'll speak to John Argreaves for the Manchester League. Yeah. Uh, Joey, Joey still ribs me every week that I'm playing against him at football. He goes, who, who did you say your favourite player was? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I must have been on drugs yeah. that first so season. That, so John's been on the podcast when we talked to, to the, uh, the league-winning captains. He was on the podcast. Um, I'd been in the, he's been in a programme a, a while. Recently diagnosed with uh, type 2 diabetes. I wasn't gonna. I was gonna say. I was gonna save that for the podcast. Yeah, but I think that's it's a, a very it's big good. post. Very, oh, not a big post. I mean, like a very strong, uh, um, open, confident yeah. post. Not very unJohn-like post. Yeah. that he did on Facebook. <coughs> he opened recently. up a bit on that, didn't he? Yeah. So I will definitely get to John and speak to John. Um, I think. Yeah. Can we do a? Can we go? Can we maybe do one that meet the staff? Maybe. I think we'll need to get down to, to head office and meet and meet the guys. And I think the head office can come up here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll leave it. We'll meet halfway. But to be fair, no, we'll go down there because they'll probably buy lunch and maybe a couple of beers or something. Like but yeah. <laughs> bags, um, bags are not driving. But yeah, no, we'll, we'll train it. We'll, we'll train, train that one. We've got a bit of sway now, Ross. We're all right. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got one on the inside. <laughs> I've got one on the inside. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we'll go down and speak to them and just see what what the future holds, I think that's important. Uh, speak to Matt, like I said, in Matt's department and see how players can help use their referral codes and get leagues up, you know, 16 leagues up to 18 leagues and there's a few 14 leagues up to 16 leagues, which is important. Um, yeah, and just what the future holds for, Man Fat as a programme, speak to those guys. Anybody who's got interesting stories, um, we want to hear from you. I know that we have been, I've been contacted by a few players over um, Instagram and a couple of players over um, Twitter and we are going to get round to coming out and seeing you guys. Um, Christopher was, was certainly one of them and hearing your stories and Biggest Loser stories and 
and then we'll catch up as well with a couple of guys who we maybe we've, we've podcasted with previously as well. Nice one. I'm looking forward to next year. It's your full, first full year, Rob's next year. Uh, who says I'm staying? <laughs> you ain't got a choice. Um, yeah. Buy the furniture now, mate. I've I've actually enjoyed it. To be fair, it's, it's been good fun. That's been good fun. Yeah, it's good. Um, talking, isn't it? Eye opening. Um, it's that it's that old thing, isn't it? You never know what anyone's going through. Yeah. You never know what anyone the person next to you is going through. That's why you should always be nice. Yeah. We're, we're still gonna uh, we're still gonna try and for Razor Ruddock. Ah, do you know what? At the day if we ever got a razor on, oh my god. So, do you know when we were talking about it, I'd love to have Tyson Fury on. And, and, yeah. You know, I'd contacted his management, obviously. Obviously, not heard anything back. He's <laughs> too busy in WWE. But, uh, well, I'm just, I was just started listening to his audio book yesterday, his autobiography, uh, on the way down to, to London uh, on the train. And I nearly, I've nearly done it, to be fair. Um, and it's a really, really interesting story. So, I. I Hold hope that we could maybe one day get Tyson up. Yeah. You never know. Living dream. Fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. I think we just need to doorstep him. Yeah. You want to turn up to Tyson Fury's house and knock on the door and say, "Do you want to come on a podcast, Ram?" Do you want a fancy cup of tea? Yeah. Do you know what? He probably let us in as well. He does seem like a sound guy. Yeah, he's... probably. Yeah, come in. But, you know, you ask. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> We're waiting in the car. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors outside, see who goes. We've got a few celebrities on the. Um, we've got Ricky Atkins on the doorstep. Yeah, I'd like to get Ricky on. I'd like to get Ricky on. Um, we can only try, can't we? Yeah. Got a few extra ballers. That's the one I enjoyed, was the um, oh, the goalkeeper that was part of the festival as well. Andy yeah, Alex Williams. Yeah, because yeah. Do you know what was it? I found there was really interesting there, because he's still looking good. He was, he, had, yeah. he was still quite fit. And how people do that outside of. What they've lived and breathed, breathed. What's the? Is it breathed? Mm. I always get that word mixed up. Um, when he's done that football thing, and fitness is just part of the day activity. It's not. You don't think about it. You're just yeah. running, or you're just playing football, or you're just doing this. And then all of a sudden, to stop that, and then you've got to keep yourself. And you're like, oh my god, this is now becoming a chore. It's not yeah. just life. I think it was. I think it was really good because it showed that there was life in football outside of professional football. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't realise until recently when I was when I was re- redoing the. Um, the videos and whatnot. I've met him before. I didn't realise it. When I was at school, though, I did keep training, and it was at City. It was at the um, it was at the Wally Range School uh, under City, and then we went to Platt Lane at the time when City were training in Platt Lane. Yeah. And Alex Williams was there, and I went on a keeper training on a, extended to it, and I keep training on a Wednesday night, was it or a Thursday night? And he was a trainer, and I, I, and I just clicked. It never away. clicked. I just clicked. Away. That's Alex. You never told us you were a keeper. That explains your football still skills. No, so, so, <laughs> somehow he's a worse keeper than he's a football. How weird is that? <laughs> it was always just crap at football. Crap at football when I was young, so I had to go in it. Had to go yeah. in there. Luckily, you got all right. Anyway, but yeah, and, and one of the ones as well. I want to get. Uh, so I want to get Paul Barker on. Paul is um, the guy who's one of the big driving forces behind Man v Fat Elevens. So Man v Fat Elevens is endorsed by Man V Fat, which is not part of the programme. So we're encouraging leagues to form 11-a-side teams, go to other leagues, play each other, Saturday mornings, Sunday mornings, whatever. Man V Fat are completely behind it. Um, 
but we want the players to get involved and the players was, to organise. We did the 11 aside. Who did we play now? We played Oldbury. Oh, Jesus. Do you know what? I walked on that pitch and went, fuck it now, that's a big old thing. I don't yeah. think I can kick it that far. Yeah. Mm. I thought I was semi fit at the time. Jesus, yeah. I will work my ass off on that. Yeah. So, so I played for Salford against Sheffield uh, a couple of months ago at centre half for 11 aside. Uh, I did not play 11 aside. I mean, we'd had a little bit a few years ago um, between Manchester and two Manchester teams, yeah. haven't we? Um, but not played 11 aside for a long time. Oh, man, the pitch was massive. I bought absolutely, completely loved it. I loved it. Yeah. And it, Hell more of it. It's, yeah. So, do you know what? I, and the Manchester and the Salford lads who are listening out, you guys need to take and run with this because it's not something that the coaches can really get involved in because it's done by the players. So, anybody who's willing to take this on board, and um, Aunt Bromley, he's absolutely up for it um, to get another couple of lads on board who can start arranging some fixtures. Because, I mean, two of the most established leagues, Manchester and Salford. Yeah. Can we use the, the Man V Fat message boards and do it that way? Yeah, there's, there's, a group, kind of, there's, a, there's a WhatsApp group and a Man V Fat 11's group. Um, there's actually a WhatsApp group and there's a, there's a Facebook group as well. So, yeah, anybody I'm who wants to do it, I've got enough to do. No, you haven't. Is it Euros next year? We should just do every, every international fixture. Honestly, this is a proper thriving. Like, teams are playing each other nearly on a, week, well, on a weekly basis up and down the country. And it's something that the northern teams need to get more involved. Well, in. when we played Oldbury, and I, because I, I was, I dropped in the midfield. There was a couple of lads that were playing there, and you could tell they played eleven aside yeah. because it was, they, it was just hard. It was yeah. hard playing against them, and it yeah. did yeah. different game. Like, <coughs> kept like, me on it's my It's like going Jesus. from from baseball to basketball, isn't it? It's a completely different game altogether. I know when when you played in that, you were very much like. Not playing on the side for years. Where should it be? What? Where should yeah. it be positioned? And I'm not technically like a gifted at football. I'm not technically not football minded. So for me, it's like yeah. I love on the side. Just love it. Yeah. Because you can slide tackle. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, and, and not on them astro pitches. Not though. Them, yeah, Gee, well, you wake up stuck to the bed sheets, yeah. and I don't mean teenagers stuck to the bed sheets. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, we need to get it going up in the north. Um, and get you know getting across to Liverpool, get across to Leeds. There's a Wirral League coming, Staley Bridge is coming. Obviously, uh, we've got Manchester, we've got Salford, we've got Wigan, all relatively local that need to start getting out and playing each other and getting these fixtures done. So yeah, exciting times. So who do you think's winning the Premier League this year? I think there's only one winner. Leicester. Just because I was just thinking of your your podcast where I said to you where I did you a quick fire question. I said, what would you prefer? Man United to get relegated or Liverpool to win the league? Yeah. And what did you? What was your answer? I said United to get relegated. <laughs> and that, up until about three weeks ago, that looked like an actual possibility. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. Unfortunately, it's going to be Liverpool, isn't it? Uh, but yeah, they've, they, that Christmas period. This is uh, well, this is the they, rocky if time, isn't it? If you can get into January, having dropped only a couple of points. I think Definitely win the league. Getting to the business end. Yeah. Yeah. I know Leicester have got Norwich at home today, so that's obviously an easy three points. Sorry, sorry Dan. Oh, no, 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 no. I was looking forward to a bit of quizstery. Quizstery? I've not, I've not prepped one, well, I was going to say Quizmas. Quizmas? So, quiz. Come on. Quizstery. Uh, which one. alcoholic drink may have formed a crust called Bee Swing? Or Bee's Wing? 
which alcoholic drink may have formed a crust called bee swing. Bees wing or bees swing, whichever way around you want to put it. I can't even give you clues. I'm lost. Vodka. Port. I have got an answer on it. As it ages, a thin crust forms in the bottle, which when broken looks like bees wings. Seasoned port drinkers handle the bottle carefully so not to break the, break the bee swing. Incidentally, if you happen to have too much port, here are some good ideas. I'm not clicking on that link. I don't even like some port. Cheese uh, which Christmas food should only be eaten between and, inc and including Christmas Eve and the Twelfth Night? I'm going to say... Uh, Christmasy food. Mince pies. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. In fact, it says here, this is great for our diet show, you should eat one a day for the first 12 days of Christmas. While eating the first one, it is recommended that you make a wish for the good luck for the coming year. To make this less, this task less onerous, add a little grated orange zest or some brandy to the mince meat before making the pies. There you go. Uh, so have you ever had it with cheese? This is mince a thing pie about, and you know, cheese. Mince pie and cheese, yeah. This is like a thing, and it's like a traditional thing. Is you can use, eat mince pies with the cheese. What's that whole like cheese and sweet thing? I love it. Yeah. Oh yeah, because obviously when you have cheese, you chuck this and whatnot. Yeah. You've yeah. had cheese and jam sandwich. Yes, because you. Yep. Yeah. 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 Did, you see, four, did, yeah. did you see? Yeah. Did you see? America. They made a ground a ground beef pie. Yeah. Called it mince. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that? No. So so somebody. <laughs> I think it'd be a blogger or something like that. I'd be like, I'm going to make a traditional, um, no, like a large mince pie like from, a mince a, from an English recipe, and they yeah. used minced meat, as in meat, as in beef, oh. with apple on top, and they were like, this tastes really weird, I don't understand why. That's like Friends. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was formed into the shape of a husband and baked in hope of attracting the real thing? Why are you getting these questions from? Mate, trust me. Come on, it's easy. Is this Christmas? Christmas. Is this Christmas? Is this Christmas? I was going to say, what's the only thing man-shaped that you eat, Ron? But I don't want to ask you that one. Sausage. <laughs> is it a sausage? No. Come on, what do you eat that's man-shaped? You get them in Greg's. Pasta. Sausage roll. Is it man-shaped? Pasta. Gingerbread man. A gingerbread oh, man. man. That's why they used to do them. That's how it came about because they were trying think, to attract a wife, a, a real man. Penises. When <laughs> <laughs> you were saying man shapes. <laughs> Which traditional Christmas food can be traced back to a cookbook written in Roman times? I know the answer to this because someone said it recently. I'm going to say Christmas pudding. Nope. Go on, Rob. Christmas related. Yeah. Is it? Well, uh, Sunday roast related. Oh, gravy. Isn't it? Stuffing. There you go. Ah, Stuffing, Stuffing came from are. Roman times. There you go. And have I got anything? Yeah. Is there anything else that's interesting on here? Oh, there it is. Uh, which traditional mince pie ingredient is no longer included in modern mince pies? If this is that same answer, it's going to be funny. Oh, I, I think mince meat, like beef. It is genuinely meat. Early mince pies were not only included fruits, nuts, spices and sugar, but also meat, as in this recipe from 1624. Yeah. So maybe that American mince pie was right. Yeah, maybe. So it's a traditional, it's actually on the, on the month. On the, it's like if um, Heston did a traditional thing, that's what we do. Right. What's, what's your favourite um, Christmas food? Like, don't you can't say, like, oh, obviously, like a full rose, like, oh, part of the Christmas Day dinner. What's your favourite? Now, I don't want you to get into the all Ukrainian 12 dishes thing. Because we've been there. 
several times on this podcast in the last 12 months. It's just pigs in blankets. Oh, yeah. Right, so this, is the, this is the question, right? Because that's gone like another level on it, right? So I've seen like a Cumberland sausage, which is pig in blankets. It's massive. I don't it's think not it's right. the same. No, 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 no. There needs to be little. Little yeah, and the bacon got the crispy. The bacon crisps up. It needs to have the bacon to sausage ratio perfect. Otherwise, yeah. it's, it's, it loses its, it loses its meaning, doesn't it? Right, so you're going pigs in blankets, Ross. See, I'm... I, this is quite controversial, but I've got to have a Yorkshire pudding yeah. on my Christmas oh, yeah. dinner. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Some people don't have them. That's weird. No. And, and it, I've, I've got to. I'd, 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 I'd have, have a Yorkshire pudding with every meal I ever had. Yeah, if I could. It's one of the best, best dinners I've ever had. Shout out to my mum. You know when you talk about your mum's cooking? She used to buy me a massive Yorkshire pudding that was about 12 inches in diameter. Loads of mash, sausages and shed loads of onion gravy and all the onion gravy would fill up inside your Yorkshire nice. pudding. Mate, it was amazing. I could eat that now and I've yeah. just ah, <laughs> Mate, it was quality. Yeah. Yorkshire puddings. Yeah. I'd have Yorkshire puddings. I'm not a turkey fan at all. No, I'm not. I'd, if I could have anything, I'd have lamb. Yeah. Um, we got room beef at Mumbai. I don't... I don't Turkey, I'm not a big fan of, but yeah. Do you have carrot and sweet? You get mashed together? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can get that. Sprouts. Are you a sprouts guy or not a sprouts guy? Sprouts and chestnuts. I don't, I don't like sprouts. That's my a question my, my daughter asked me yesterday. She said, Why do we eat sprouts at Christmas? And I went, Do you know what? I don't actually know. Did you Google it? So I'm going to do it now. It's seasonal, it's the time of year. Yeah, they're obviously it's in season, but you can get them all year round. No, you, you can now, but back in the day, it was a yeah, but why do you only eat them? Yeah, why do you want to eat at Christmas? Because it was, you don't, you have them a lot of other times, but it was a seasonal thing, surely it was just like, back mm. in the day, it was accustomed to it. But have you have ever taken the, the Gordon Ramsay chestnuts and um, sprouts and that, no, that one's done I'll that? No, I'll tell you what I have done. Bits. I've, I've, and it was, it was absolutely, um, incredibly time consuming, but I um, peeled my sprouts, so I took them right down to the just at the leaves, mm. stir fried them with, with some bacon lardons. Mint, yeah. absolutely beautiful. With bacon what? Lardons. lardons. <laughs> <laughs> I do know what a lardon is. Sorry, or pancetta. Yes. If you're a bit posh. <laughs> so we eat Brussels sprouts because they're in season. That's <laughs> the really we boring are. answer. Yeah. Well, and they're easy, they're easy to grow in, in the colder environment. Wow. That's yeah, where we have them. There you go. Have you ever seen them and how they grow? Yeah, on a long stick. Yeah, because you could buy them, like, they, was a, they went through a phase and you could just buy them on the stick and then everyone was like, why? 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 Well, then I've just got to cut them off. Twice as expensive. <laughs> yeah. Eat a half the amount of sprouts. I hate sprouts. Do you? I hate them. Do you eat them at Christmas though? No. 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 Freeze it. Just won't, then no. Don't allow it. What I do like is your uh, uh, parsnip sliced in half, bit of honey, sesame yeah. seeds over yeah, it, I in like the oven. Whoa, good. Yeah. Um, I think my favourite item from the Christmas dinner is um, I like what what you two haven't said because that would probably be my top two answers. Um, I like stuffing, but when you when you do it in the oven, it goes a bit crispy on the outside. Yeah, get the bit on the edge. Yeah, you know, like when you go for a carving, and you get the one. <laughs> so we carving, you get the one on the edge. It's crisp up. Yeah, I'm a fan. What's your um, what's your favourite Christmas song of all time, Rob? Christmas song. There's only one for me. Go on, Ross. Mine's the Pogues. But yeah. then, do you know that wasn't actually a Christmas song? It was released in I think it was July, but then they released it at Christmas. So it originally don't kill my don't kill my childhood, Ron. Told him that sprouts aren't special. Okay, oh, hell. My favourite one is Power Love by Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Yeah. I love that. I love that song. 
The Power of Love? Yeah. Why is that a Christmas song? Have you seen the video? Yeah, it is. It's a Christmas song. It's not, but it is. Because he just did a Christmas video and released it. Oh, right. I just love it. Yeah. I like, but probably not a lot of people have heard this. It's called White Wine in the Sun by Tim Minchin. It's the greatest Christmas song of all time. Check it out on YouTube. Send me the link. I'll have a listen to that. Will do. It's good. What, what about pudding? Are you a Christmas pud guy or are you a something else person? Oh, I'm not. I don't like Christmas no. pudding. I love it, but when you've just had that massive meal and then it's you heavy, try and eat it? that, oh, it just knocks you out. It's game over for the rest of the afternoon. I'll yeah. just go into my selection box and yeah. hammer it. Like last year, I had a full tub of Adventure Heroes. Like <laughs> I did. I actually ate it. Oh, so you burnt the calories off well, afterwards? No, because I ate like 2,000 <laughs> calories and I'm not going to burn the rest. Yeah, I like, um, I like a cheese board, man. Yeah. I like a cheese board. Uh, but I do like a bit of sweet as well. See, I'm, if I could have anything, it'd be profiteroles. Yeah. Profiteroles, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a beast of profiteroles. Have you done the profiteroles challenge? Probably, I probably invented it. No, 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 it's not like, <laughs> not, it's not like volume, but well, I, I did it when I was... Was it called a challenge? You just called Profit on Tuesday when no, we well, yeah. did it. Was, well, we did it on Wednesday, but when, when I was chefing, it was a Profit challenge. So you say you've got like eight Profit rolls, you've got hands behind your back, you've got to eat them as quickly as possible. Like bobbing for apples, isn't Yeah, it? and you, you do, and you say that you'd say you and your kids and your wife did it, and you'd be like, who's, who's the quickest to do it? All you got to do is suck. You're, and they're just in there, and that's really been caught on the radio. I mean, sucking, isn't it? That's not going to be used again. I did it once, I was with my nephew, we were at a, like a family do and there was a bowl of profiteroles left. Um, this is pre-Man V Fat days. I, and I went, oh, I love profiteroles. He went, so do I. I went, does anyone use profiteroles? I was like, no, no, no. I went, right, okay. I said, do you want some? He was like, yeah. I went, right, let's race. So we raced and I think I had about 45 and he was still laughing on his second one. He couldn't eat him and he's like, no, stop, stop. And I'm like, oh, 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 oh. I hammered him. I won. Profiterole race. What's the greatest Christmas movie of all time? There's only one. Are we allowed to say Die Hard? Yes. <laughs> all right, apart from Die Hard, what's the greatest Christmas movie of all time? Uh, I don't mind. I see, I quite like, I like, I've got kids on us, so I like The Grinch. Not the, not the cartoon remake, the, the Jim Carrey one. Yeah, the Jim Carrey one. Um, or, what's the other one I watched recently? God, I've been watching that many, it's mad. Um, no. I'll come back to it. I've, no, I've, I've, Santa Claus the movie. Yes. Miracle, Miracle on 34th Street. The original, black and white, or the remake, the 90s one? No, the 90s one. Never seen that. It, I, yeah, it's good. No, it's I, good. With um, Richard Attenborough. It's like Santa, really. Yeah. yeah. It's good, that. What's yours? Uh, I like Santa Claus the movie with uh, Dudley Moore. And Dudley Moore. John yeah. yeah, that's a good one. That's like a proper 80s one, that, isn't it? Mm. Um, it's got to be Elf, hasn't it? Oh, Elf. So oh, how did I not I get Elf? Did you hear that? that? Yeah. <laughs> I, could, I, could, I could watch Elf any time. Really, I've not watched it yet this year. Yeah. We, we yeah. save that. Christmas Eve, I watch Elf. Yeah. My yeah. missus does that with the uh, Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah, that's a good she one. She has to watch Muppets Christmas Carol on Christmas Eve. Jen's favourite. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good Only one. one more sleep till Christmas. Yeah. Yay. Right. We've gone two hours now, haven't we? Is that what it's been? No. Now we're in 20, aren't we? Now we're in what? Now we're in 20. Right, so I'm, I'm flagging right now, so I need to... Yeah, so that's us. That's our Christmas. So we've got a little advert for you here as well. Yeah. So we'll, we've uh, we produced this little advert to go out, um, just to use as a bit of a promo. Um, it's obviously players, so that man be fat, so listen up. 
What does man v fat mean to you? Lose weight and enjoy a game of football. Mental health camaraderie. Friends, football, fat loss. Reverse my diabetes. Big, sweaty, fun. Life-changing football. Better and healthy lifestyle. Good competitive sport. Teamwork, banter and weight loss. Create a winning mentality to lose fat. Hard work regime and football. It means sustainable weight loss. Don't let the boys down and don't let yourself down. Man v fat. Weigh, play, lose, win. So, that was our advert. What did you think to it? Well, I'm not going to say anything because I, I, I did it. I thought it was alright. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good actually. Uh, do you know what? You do do well, Romy, so I'll give you that. Is that, that the, the little tune all the way through it and the nice little yeah. finish at the end. Quite like that. It was good. I've got talents. <clears throat> Matthew, Matt, I've got talents. Yeah, it's got talent. It's got talent for it. Um, so, thank you. This is the last podcast 2019, 2020. We will be back. Uh, who knows what that will bring? We should we should have done one of these on like New Year's Eve and all got together on New Year's Eve. You know when you're all like staggering. Yeah, <laughs> we should have just got leather and just recorded. We? That was the idea first well, of all, it wasn't was it? And then Christmas period, got in the way, hadn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think next year we'll have to put some time away and say this is when we do the drug cast and get absolutely sloshed. Oh Jesus, God help me. <laughs> You're bad enough to rain most of the time. How posh are you? Sloshed. I'm going to get gazeboed. I'm going to get sloshed more. Why I say gazeboed? Why do I say oh, Michael McIntyre. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Trolled. Okay. On that note, thanks for listening to 2019. We'll be back in 2020. Cheers, guys.